College football bowl season is here. Today, I'm Austin, joined by Logan. We each got our two favorite picks for this upcoming Saturday slate of college football action. We've got a couple weeks off, Logan, but I'm happy you're back. And last time you were here, you gave out a 3-0 sweep. That's what we love to see. I was 2-1. We had a 5-1 day. We will take that. Now, our next college football video, not sure when it will be, maybe Monday the 26th. We'll definitely tackle at least the college football playoff games, but want to give you guys some more content, especially giving out these winners. And Logan, since you went 3-0 last week, there's no better reason for you not to start. So what's your first pick for this upcoming Saturday slate? Yeah, the, the, we've, we've got bowl season. This is a really exciting time. Now, I want to remind people, bowl season can be a little bit tricky, right? You've got injuries. You've got a lot of players entering the transfer portal. So you can't just simply go off of regular season stats, right? It's just not that easy. And the, the books are pretty sharp on, on all, a lot of these lines. So that's just a friendly reminder bankroll manage and we're going to try our best to win some money in the bowl season but my first pick i'm starting in the la bowl washington state versus fresno state i'm taking wazoo plus four points in this one i'm taking the underdog uh pac-12 team in this one look at, at first glance you got fresno state and that seems like a sucker bet to me right a nine and four team only laying four points right three to four points versus a mediocre seven and five pac-12 team no one's really running out excited to bet uh, Washington State, especially how they finished the, the, the year getting blown out. Fresno State finished the year really hot, right? You've got some crazy line movement on this one as well, right? Washington State open as four and a half point favorites. Now they are reverse uh, of that line. Now they're, they find themselves as underdog. If you look at Washington State, 7-0 and straight up, 6-1 and against the spread in seven games when it has allowed 20 points or less. That's going to be the key to victory in this one. They're going to have their hands full against the very talented Fresno State offense, but Washington State's defense is equipped to handle them, right? 33rd in scoring defense, and will the extra time prepare you know them during bowl season? They got extra time to look at film, analyze what this Fresno State team wants to do. Absolutely, that's going to help them. And you got to remember, right? Washington State's faced the best of the best offenses, right? They face the UCLA's, the Oregon's in the Pac-12, even Utah. Throw them in there. So and USC, they faced a gauntlet of Pac-12 offenses, and Fresno State, while they're they're explosive and why they while they can score, they're still not up to the competition that that Wazoo has seen. And I think their defense is going to rise to the occasion. If you look at Fresno State, you know hats off to them for a great season. You know making this bowl game right. Their last loss came October eighth. The bowl the bowl season layoff might be exactly what they need to cool down because this team as i mentioned they're, they finished red hot and a lot of people are excited to back them i just don't think it's going to be that easy in this one neither team is is balanced particularly on offense both both lean heavily on the pass so who's going to make the, the the stops needed right i think washington state's going to make those stops needed that's why i'm going to take them the plus four in this one i just think it's a really good bet to make I like it, Logan. And you're right. That is some crazy line movement to see them basically reverse what they were to start the opening line. But I like the pick and I'm glad you touched on it as college bowl season is very tough to predict as we even doing so much research, we hardly even know who's going out there and trotting out there. So if you're going to put your next paycheck on any of these games, don't necessarily know these are the slate you want to dive into. Now, Logan, I've missed talking to you so much. We normally get to talk to you every single morning doing baseball and I just got old homage. I got to go back to a baseball stadium. Lucky for us, there is a game being played in Fenway Park. And that'll be the location of my first pick for the Fenway Bowl. As I'm going to Louisville and Cincinnati and taking the under 40 points. Minus 105 on DraftKings. Now, look, this might go down to 39 and a half. Sign me up if that's your line. And I know this is a low line. Uh, granted, you don't see a lot of college bowls really unless you're in I You get looking at Iowa games, seeing low 40s, even into the 39 and a half. And if you want drama, 
Well, you got it because this is your game. Scott Satterfield, the head ex-head coach for Louisville, now he resigned, went to Cincinnati where Luke Fickle left to go to Wisconsin. So he's going to be on the sideline watching his ex-team go out there. And Dion Branch, if you recognize that name, if you're an NFL fan, the two-time Super Bowl champ for the Patriots, he's now the interim head coach for Louisville. And ultimately, I'm just rooting for no points in this game because this should be an absolute pillow fight. The Bearcats have been relying on Ben Bryant to start. Well, he got, he's injured. He missed their last game. And their new quarterback, Evan Prater, I'm going to be honest, not that great. Now, Malik Cunningham, the, not only the leading passer for Louisville, also the second leading rusher, he said, nah, I'm going to wait and postpone and just go to the into the NFL draft. So he's not playing. I don't even know who's going to start for Louisville, but it's an 11 a.m. start. I don't anticipate either, either of these two offenses being too good. I anticipate a lot of running game, and I just think both these two defense, defenses can stop the run. And Louisville's favored, despite not having their starting quarterback, the guy that's basically carried this team over the last three years. So the fact that they're still favored, I think that means that they have a good chance. But I don't see them winning in a shootout. I think this is a very low-scoring game. I believe the over-under is 40 for a reason. We don't see a lot of low over-unders. So it's going to be ugly. It's an 11 a.m. start on Saturday morning. But hopefully we can make a little bit of money in that early a.m. start time. But, though, again, that's my first pick. Wrap it up. You got a second pick, and then I'll give my second pick. What you got? Yeah, real quick, though, I, I love how you returned to back to Fenway, right? You miss baseball picks so much in the morning, so you got to go If I could bet a Nerfie in that game, I would. But unfortunately, there's no such thing. He kind of is betting an under Nerfie in that one, I so I'll let, it, I'll let it slide. But for my last pick, I'm going to North Texas versus Boise State in the Frisco Bowl, and I'm taking the mean green plus 10.5 points in this one. Look, if you look at the line mood in this one, we got to talk about it. Boise State opened as 11.5-point favorites. But it actually has been bet, bet down slightly, right? People are giving the North Texas some love, and I'm giving them some love in this spot too, right? My bowl season philosophy, I don't take double digit, you know, as a favor being a sure thing, like a surefire, absolute lock parlay leg. I, I just don't see that, it that way. I, I know a lot of people are going to bet Boise State either spread or in money line and parlays. And you got to be careful during bowl season, right? Who's the hungrier team? I think it's absolutely North Texas. Get the interim head coach for for North Texas. A lot of you see a lot of this sort of stuff in bowl season, right? The program's going through some some change, and I think North Texas is going to come out fired, and that's going to be a rallying point for a lot of these players, right? Some change in the locker room is sometimes a good thing, right? You look at you look at Austin on uh, quarterback for North Texas. He was terrible against UTSA uh, in in his last show. I can't sugarcoat that one bit. But I expect a bounce back versus Boise State. If you look at his season stats all year long, he's he's been a lot better than his last game indicated. And you look at the the defense, you know, it's it's a weakness for North Texas. I'm not gonna lie, they're probably gonna have to cover this, you know, scoring a lot of points, but they're they're capable of doing that. But the reason why, you know, they're double digit you know, underdogs is because they're 110th in, in scoring defense, right? Sometimes that can be dangerous. You can be playing with fire in that one. But Boise State's offense, I just want to remind everyone, cool blue turf and everything, but it's not as been, has been consistent as a lot of people think or or want it to be, right? I don't think it warrants you know, being 11-point favorites, essentially. They're 107th in passing yards per game, 65th in yards per play, right? To cover a double-digit spread, you need a lot of like quick, explosive plays, and you need to be running up the score consistently. And Boise State just hasn't shown me that all year long. And they've also had the benefit of playing some bad teams, right? If you look at Boise State's schedule, you know they 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 did play some bad opponents. North Texas is going to come out fired up. The Mean Green are going to cover that double-digit spread that I need them to do, and they're gonna they're gonna be competitive in this Frisco Bowl. 
Yeah, I mean, I like taking those double-digit underdogs, especially in a bowl game that arguably really doesn't mean anything to either of those two teams. So I like the second pick, Logan. Hopefully you go 2-0. and Now I'm looking to go 2-0 and as well, and I might as well get into my second pick. And arguably one of the bigger games that we have on Saturday is it's going to be BYU taking on SMU. And I'm taking SMU minus 3.5. That's currently minus 110 on DraftKings. If it moves to 4, I think they can cover that as well. This is the New Mexico Bowl. I believe this is on 7.30, I believe on ABC. So it's a big-time game. And look, this kind of a match of two programs that I imagine don't love each other. SMU is obviously was left out of the Big 12. BYU is going to the Big 12, kind of stealing one of those spots. And I just my SMU stands up a little bit here. Now, BYU turned around their season. They had an awful October, lost all their games in October, but have won the end of their season, winning three straight games. Didn't have the toughest of competition. Now, SMU, if there's a something they don't do, it's play defense. Never heard of it. They give up 34.7 points per game. However, BYU... They don't have a starting quarterback. Jaron Hall, their normal starter, likely out. He's been missing a lot of practices, and they might have a, a transfer from Boise State coming in. I just don't really know what's going on. They're also missing their starting linebacker, who's transferring as well. He's their leading tackler, and also missing three other linebackers who are out. Now, you can look at SMU on the other side of the ball. They are missing their number one receiver, but Tanner Mordecai has been absolutely ridiculous this year. 31 touchdowns, nine interceptions. He had a great year last year. He's trying to build his resume for the NFL draft, and SMU, when they win, they normally win big. They've won seven games this year, both teams seven and five of the six of their seven wins came by four or more points. And you're looking over under this line, very similar to your uh, your pick earlier, Washington State. This is that crazy line movement towards the under on this game. In fact, it opened at 73 and it's all the way been bet down to 64. So a nine point change. I don't think the books are that off by nine for a game like this. I think it changed a little bit due to Boise State's maybe not having a starting quarterback in this game. I think SMU comes out of here, flexes a little bit of muscle, says, you know what? We should have been put in the Big 12, not this BYU program who's injured and missing a ton of people. So give me SMU minus three and a half. A lot of people aren't going to be playing in this game, but look, sign me up. Give me the SMU. Give me a minus three and a half. How you like that? Yeah, I, I love the pick. You know, I, I, I always mention, yeah, I don't think BYU is as good as people think. Hopefully SMU can exploit that. And hopefully we can go 4-0. If we go 4-0, we're giving away some money. So definitely, if you're new, hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button, too. Logan and I should be back in probably about 10-ish days for our next installment. Maybe we'll close out the, the 2022 with a ton of different college football videos. We appreciate all you guys' love and support. Austin Logan signing out. See you guys back again in a little bit. Peace.